Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you or a friend had a hermit crab when you were a kid, or if you have one now, you're familiar with how they'll make a home in a snail shell. In the wild, or a terrarium, they'll squeeze into an empty shell that's just the right size for them to carry around as mobile protection, their soft bellies sheltered, and their legs free for crawling. Most of the ones we keep as pets in the U.S. are just an inch or two long, up to about five centimeters. Okay, now picture that little buddy, but 20 to 30 times larger, and having grown just enough offenses that they no longer need to carry a defensive shell. That's what you're looking at when you consider the coconut crab. A close cousin to the pet hermit crabs that we keep, the coconut crab is native to the islands in the Pacific and Indian Oceans, and they're the world's biggest land-dwelling arthropods. They can weigh up to nine pounds, that's about four kilos, with a leg span of around three feet or one meter. 
This is only about the third of the leg span of the Japanese spider crab, which is the biggest arthropod, period. But as it's an ocean dweller, it has less of a chance to startle us with its sheer size. Most coconut crabs are longer than most dogs. And coconut crabs have been known to eat kittens, rats, chickens, and each other. They've even been proposed as a possible culprit in the disappearance of the body of Amelia Earhart, as we've discussed before on this show. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Shin Ichiro Oka, chief research scientist at the Okinawa Chirishima Research Center in Japan. He said, The coconut crabs have no seashell as protection from enemies, so they have powerful claws and a large body to protect themselves. In addition, their mighty claws let them monopolize the terrestrial hard foods, including coconuts, which other animals are unable to get into. So, exactly how strong are the claws of a coconut crab? Oka said, We could find that coconut crabs can generate the pinching force of 90 times of their body weight. The calculated pinching force of the largest coconut crab is almost equal to the bite force of the adult lions. So, these overgrown, coconut-smashing, kitten-eating crustaceans are nightmare versions of the petite and mildly pinchy hermit crabs that we know. But they actually do spend some of their life cycle in the same manner as their daintier cousins. Coconut crabs spend most of their lives on land, but they start out in the sea. A female coconut crab deposits larvae, which she's been carrying around in her abdomen since they were just fertilized eggs, into the ocean, and the babies float around in the currents for a month or so, eating other plankton before gaining enough body weight that they drop to the sea floor and find nice, cozy snail shells to move into. Just like your childhood hermit crab friend, young coconut crabs move in and out of shells as they bulk up and get used to living on land. Sometimes a juvenile coconut crab will use a coconut husk or empty seashell as armor until its own shell gets harder. After about a year, the teens of the species eventually find that there are no shells left on the beach large enough to accommodate their bulk, and so they move out altogether. From here on out, they live the rest of their lives out of the water. Adult coconut crabs can't swim and will drown if totally submerged. Adult coconut crabs' bodies have calcium-based exoskeletons, which harden up more than hermit crabs do once they mature, so they're free to grow as monstrous a size as they can manage. Every few months, coconut crabs molt their two tight exoskeletons and then grow a larger one. They eat the old one after they've shed it. Coconut crabs will eat almost anything. All kinds of fruit, plant matter, dead animals they find lying around, food you've left lying around, other crab species, or even their own friends. Though, actually, coconut crabs don't really have friends. They're pretty solitary. They have an excellent sense of smell, which makes them great at finding rotting carcasses and anything else potentially edible. Coconut crabs are also sometimes called robber crabs because they've been known to steal items like silverware that has even the faint odor of food about it. But their most important source of nutrients is coconuts, because coconuts seem to be what allows them to achieve the gigantism they're known for. Coconut crabs will climb trees to get at coconuts and use their pinchers to open them. A 2010 study found that the coconut crabs that have access to coconuts are likely to have around double the mass of those living in coconut-free environments. So, if a coconut crab is lucky enough to have coconuts around, and if it's strong enough to can-opener its way into a coconut, it's able to grow a lot bigger 
and then access even more coconuts. The size ceiling gets a whole lot higher. But coconut crabs are not invulnerable. Their numbers seem to be declining, probably because the islands that they live on aren't what they used to be. Introduced species like dogs, pigs, and humans eat the adults, and invasive rats gobble up the smaller, more vulnerable babies. They're extremely slow-growing and can live to be about 50 years old. Coconut crabs have been listed as data-deficient by the International Union for Conservation of Nature, meaning nobody really knows enough about these animals to understand their conservation needs. Although it's likely that they're not doing well, their status was last assessed in 1996, so more research is needed to understand where coconut crabs stand. Today's episode is based on the article, Call the Coconut Crab a Crustacean on Steroids, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jessalyn Shields. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.